what up, what up? From Hypebeast Radio, I'm Manny, and this is Mike Line, a show that looks to discover the origin story of your favorite artist or major player in the music industry. We ask the questions that you have always wanted to get answered, and you never know who may pop by. Don't forget, we migrated into separate shows on Hypebeast Radio, so you have to individually subscribe to the shows you want to listen to. Search and subscribe to HBR Show, Business of Hype, and Mike Line, or wherever you get your podcasts on. Do it now so you don't miss any episodes. Okay, let's get into this week's episode. For this episode of Mike Line, we talk to Doja Cat about her creative process, her album, being different, and a ton more. Welcome to Mike Line. We have a guest that I have been following for a minute, but I feel like last year was like a huge year. Something that's been like really cool to watch, but I'll let you introduce yourself. Hi, uh, I'm Doja Cat. I'm in New York right now, just getting some press done. We're just uh, doing some promo. We're about to go on tour. We start off in Sweden, so that'll be fun. It'll be cool. Would this be your first international tour, or oh, just be so you've been a tour in, in Europe before? I yeah yeah I've been to Europe like maybe five years ago, mm-hmm. and that was like a mess because I was hella high <laughs> like the whole time. I was so high and like I didn't yeah like we like European weed I think is different very much yeah so that was crazy and I was really young I think I was like seven was I not even 18 I was 19 what's the touring I guess this probably be better after the tour but I still ask it what's the difference between touring in the states and touring and overseas in your opinion well the states I mean personally I know it better so it's it's better in that sense. There are some places where like I'm like where the hell am I? Um, in Europe, I mean it's nice because it's new. Like that in that sense, it's like fun because you know you're exploring stuff and there's like food that you want to try, like waffles and like Belgium and shit like that. That's fun. Yeah, the difference is really also you. I think it's you can't get like buses. You have to train. You have to take a train everywhere. Mm. Uh, most people do. Because, you know, yeah, we're going to take like six flights when we get to Europe, like six, something like that, six flights and three trains. So that shit's going to be crazy. I'm going to say, do you have to like prepare yourself physically for that? Like, all right. I mean, yes, but I don't. (laughs) I'm so out of shape. I'm like, yeah, I'm a potato with like legs. So no, I I like, yeah, I don't, I don't have any idea how to really, I mean, other than maybe cardio is great. Flying really does a number yeah. on your body. People underrated were just like, you can legit be like, get physically harmed if you fly like a lot because you could get blood clots, you could be just like yeah. messed up and all that stuff. Yeah. So I just, I never knew that touring weighs so, such a toll on your body until I start talking to more artists. But like, no, I legit have to like, yeah. have I have to work out. I have to like prepare. I have to like eat right. Um, and even then, do you go crazy and just like, fuck it, I'm a party. You still have to like, I don't know, have some type of way to be like, All right, I need to get back before. Drink water? I mean, <laughs> shit, fucking orange juice, ginger ale. I don't fucking know. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Do you have a tour ritual? Do you have something that you do? Like, all right, every show I got to do this or before I stop, before I go to the city, I got to check Weirdly, out Weirdly, no, because like I'm like a huge, like we do have things that we do, like me and my team, we have like inside jokes and little things that we like prepare, but not like before shows, we don't have anything like that. I mean, sometimes I, I, I warm up my vocals, but that's like, 
No, like, I don't think about that. I feel like one day I'm going to, like, really fuck up, and that's going to teach me how to, like, <laughs> not. You know what I mean? And, yeah, I'm one of those people where I have to go through it to know not to do it, sort of. So... A year passed since your new album, your latest album. I think I bumped into it, so I didn't listen to it when it first came out, but I definitely by, it came out in March, I want to say middle of April, I got on it, and then I was like, oh shit, this is insane. Like, this is really good. I was addicted to Roll With Us. I think that was the song I was like, oh yeah, that's the song I love smoking weed to, uh, or just driving with, or just whatever. Nice. Um, so tell me about like that, when you dropped that. Because I think that was like a really, really impressive body of work. Roll With Us. Yeah, that album, I mean, it's everything because it's it's my first album. And there's times where I feel like, you know, I couldn't, because things were a little rushed almost, mm -hmm. but not really. Like, I made that album over the span of like years. Mm. But then there was just a moment where we were like, oh shit, we have to put an album out. Because when you're making music, you're a little bit like just making music, you know, like a lot of people just make shit for fun. And that's kind of how I started off. I make shit for fun. I mean, I still, I still do, but it wasn't really so much like, oh, we got to crank this album out. So that this happened over a span of years. And then I put it out and I, there were times where I felt like maybe it was unfinished. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, yeah, artists, artists are like that. They, you know, judge their own, whatever, they're critical or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I, I I love it. I'm really proud of myself. I'm really happy uh, about it. I just, I'm so excited for this next project. Mm. Like, I've never been this excited. I'm a lot more excited about this. What makes you excited? Um, I've definitely developed over, like, the last two years. I've really, like, changed. And it. I kind of owe it to, like, quitting like weed and stuff like that like i just don't i don't smoke like i don't do anything i drink a lot but i you know i don't smoke and that changed me so much and it made me more focused and and more creative and more like conscious of my lyrics and things like that and yeah it's just helped me immensely do you think it went from because i felt like i've known you as an artist for a while but you're more just like a creator it was very much like, oh, this person is clearly super creative and she also has this talent of making music. Do you think you transitioned from, I'm a musician? Like, this is everything right here. I really took, I was like really dramatic when I first started making music. I like made an introduction song that I put out and then I took it down immediately because it was <laughs> hella cheesy. Um, but I used to take myself like so seriously. Now I just like, I really try to be more natural and like just, you know, some people like to like play up this big, like I'm the queen of, or the, I'm the king of this. And I, I just like to kind of like take it easy lately. And, and I love making stuff alone, like in my room. And that's been mostly what I do. Yeah. I guess with the new stuff, what changed and think outside of like, you said you stopped drinking and you now like, I guess, um, conscious of what you're saying with stuff. How was that transition? Like, when did that transition happen? And when did that change happen? That happened maybe like two years ago when I, I actually I did acid. And I did like, instead of a square shaped tab, I did like 
a rectangular tab and it was too much so it was maybe like two like two hits or four hits or something like that and i did it and it just made me not want to like smoke i smoked so many cigarettes all the time indoors like i was like a total like i don't even know and i smoked just so much and then i was like i can't do this anymore like it hurt it actually people will be smoking and i'll be like yeah can, yeah, can i like try and i <laughs> literally physically can't i can't smoke it's crazy it's great but it's like i like miss it and i like love doing i love like the whole motion of it and things like that you think there's because of uh, i guess mortality as you get older i guess like as i get older i, I don't know why but it just comes down like holy shit i'm closer so 40, holy shit, I'm close Something to 50. Something like that, a little bit like that too, because I was eating like salads and shit. I don't, I fucking hate salad. <laughs> I was eating salads like, uh, and like, yeah, like taking vitamins after I did. And I just wanted to be like super, you know, yeah, on my P's and fucking Q's. Yeah. I just so sidebar with the salad. Do you eat salad as a standalone meal or just like as a compliment? The only salad I can eat is a kale Caesar. And that's like nice. That's like rich and yeah. heavy. So I eat that like alone. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. So the album dropped and I felt like my thing with, with streaming and internet now is that I think it's really exciting that it can provide a platform for so many people. People can find anything. So mm -hmm. this isn't a sense of like there's nothing out there for you. Like, no, there's stuff out there. but You can find it. However, given the whole sea of just music, it's hard to navigate. Um, so I think the project, like I said, it took me a month and I stumbled on it because I think a friend played it and I was like, oh, snap, I didn't even know she dropped a new, new album. And then I was like, holy shit, I'm addicted to it. Do you feel like you're, that happened with, like it just, it, it was a slow burning album? Yeah, definitely. I think it was a slow burner for sure. I think that uh, going about like promoting it and trying to push it like didn't happen as smoothly as we wanted it to. And it, that can happen with the first project. Like you can kind of like be like, all right, well, that's not happening again. But the first time you can kind of fuck up. Yeah. And it, it, it did. We did push it kind of like slowly mm. for sure. Was there stuff you were like, I'm, I want to do for the second album or I don't want to do for the second album that you did or did not do for the first? And what, and what's, what was it? Um, I have a tendency to write songs that I can't sing. Mm. And I've been, I was always doing that. And, and I don't really do it anymore. I, I struggle a little bit. But yeah, like these songs, these new songs, I feel like I can form to them more. Yeah. And they feel like, yeah, just truer to me and don't just sound like something that I've heard before. Uh, they, I mean, they're inspired by people, but yeah, like I'm making shit that I like, yeah. that I love. Oh, that's that, nice. Like the other shit, I liked it. Mm -hmm. um, but this this new one, I I love so much. So which is a perfect segue into the new single, Tia Tamara. I guess the first question, I just conform was just like, when I heard it, I was like, holy sh like Doja spitting. Like, these are bars. And so I'm like, even like that verse to the hook, it was so seamless. It felt like how Offset Bad and Bougie was when it came out, when it was just like, damn, not only was this a good verse, this shit just blended right in with the hook. And it was so nice. So I guess, what was the creation process of that song like? And like, um, did you even step back and be like, damn, I snapped. Go to town, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, damn. So we made that song... Cause I have a friend who just makes like the perfect, I don't know how he does it, but we don't even really link that much, mm -hmm. but he just made this beat that was super like bubbly and like, 
happy and like that's kind of my vibe i like like happy sounding shit and like kind of girly like ironics or like like nursery rhyme type shit i like mm. that type of stuff i just felt like i could write like a tongue-in-cheek sort of like dirty song but isn't like uh, you know out overtly like mm. dirty and uh yeah and and so yeah so i, well, I wanted to be funny mm. i definitely wanted to be like humorous with that um so yeah that second verse and yeah i mean that song definitely took like a day to make it wasn't like a a huge like you know difficult thing to do um it's definitely a classic did the idea of the song come first or did you hear it make it and it was like oh shit tia tamara no i i just uh Tia Tamara actually happened a long after um, Go to Town. It's it's going to be on the deluxe, which comes out March first. Um, and yeah, Tia Tia Tamara, that was like a whole other vibe. Same studio, different vibe. Go to Town, like I actually I just mum just like I do with every other song. I just mumbled the harmony or the melody or whatever, and then yeah, slap some words on it. That's kind of how I did. What's the most exciting thing as an artist for you now as like is it the creation is it the the just like i guess in general what's the most exciting thing it's like just a combination of things like visual things i love i'm very visual my family's very visual um and i love to you know create themes and create stories and and uh vibes and stuff like that and um that's that's what i'm looking forward to mostly is like doing videos and Stuff like that. So, I just definitely want to talk about it. Do you love or hate Moo uh, months later? People, I, I know people want me to, like, hate it. May, not yet. Not yet. Like, not right now. I, I just, I don't know. I don't have the, the energy to, to really hate it. Cause, I mean, I made it. Exactly. I love it. There's shit that I make that I hate, for sure. Yeah. But... I made it. So there's some sort of love there. I love Moo. I think it's funny. Sometimes I get on, on live and I'll like Moo. To be, I'll be like, Moo. <laughs> and I feel like people are like taken back. They're like, wait, why are you like? But yeah, the song's weird. And I feel like there would be people be like, oh, God, why are people telling me to Moo and yeah. whatever? And yeah, but it's fine. Honestly, it was a great moment. I, I think the most important thing about it, it was that it showed not only creativity, but a sense of just like, I'm just making stuff that I just think is decent. And if you like it, cool. If you don't, whatever. And it worked, and it not if it worked, people gravitated towards it. Like I remember Halloween, like your um, costume for the for the video was everywhere. Like yeah. it was everywhere. I didn't even get to see that really. Cause I'm not on Instagram looking at people's pictures too much, but I would have loved to see like all the people walking around and whatnot. I was probably indoors making some shit or whatever, you know. But yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, so it was really exciting. It was just, as I said, a sense of a create as a creator. You were just like, yo, you can just make stuff that's cool for you and put it out there and yeah. just let it grow. Yeah, I made a song about waffles the other day <laughs> and how they're better than pancakes. Mm. And it got overshadowed by Tia Tamara. Because <laughs> I actually, I forgot because I put it out and I didn't know like Tia Tamara was coming out like four hours after it. So I'm like, fuck, like that could have did well. I mean, you just dropped the, uh, the video for it. Probably uh, will be probably. Yeah, yeah. Waffles no. be even crazy. It got hella overshadowed, but yeah. Uh, thinking about Tia Tamara. 90 sitcoms um what 
are you do you are you a fan of uh you watch ninety sitcoms? What do you like? Or you what do you what do you interested I in? only watched like uh I watched um Sister Sister, but I didn't really watch that much. I had never seen an episode of uh Marvin. I know people are gonna come at me for that. You said Martin? Ma- Martin, Martin. You've I literally episode- said Marvin. <laughs> like that's how you know. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that is interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna take that L. But uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I just, I, um, I would watch like Fresh Prince of Bel Air the most. Okay. Nice. Fresh Prince um, is great. Yeah. Fresh Prince is it was great. like the only one that I watched. I feel like maybe Full House sometimes. Okay, Full House is underrated. I yeah. Like the TGIF. I like that. Um, did you cry when Will Smith father scene happened when he left him? I did. That's a great question. I didn't. I was just like. <laughs> Oh, what? Like, my mouth is just hanging open. Like, this is crazy. This show is so funny all the time. Like, how the fuck did they come up with this? Yeah. But, yeah. That was a, that was a brutal that was a brutal scene. I remember Vivi like, oh, my God, being mad and, like, tearing up. I was like, why am I crying for this sitcom right now? That might be the most iconic, <laughs> like, sitcom moment, it's like, in history ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as a person, um, as a creative, I think you do a lot more than music. I think what other passions, what are the things um, that you're passionate about? Hella weird shit. <laughs> uh, I like interior design a lot. Nice. I'm like getting into that. I just moved into my own place. Oh, congrats. Yeah, for the first time. Literally, I was with my mom, in my living in my mom's house till I was like 23, till like, yeah, a few weeks ago or some shit. So it's crazy. I'm really into that. I've always been into that. I play The Sims a lot. Mm. Like, I like stuff like that. What else do I like? I, I mean, I skateboard, but like not seriously. I just I just bought a skateboard recently. I quit skating when I was a kid. But yeah, I'm probably going to get into more like skateboarding and uh, designing my house, putting weird shit in my house. What's like the key things you need to have in house? Cow fur, cow skin, cow skin rugs. Oh, wait, don't add that. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> do people get mad about that? Uh, yeah, okay. probably. You can you can add it in. It's fine. <laughs> Keep all of this. Uh, what else? Like LED lights. Mm. I put a lot of LEDs all around my house. Like I line the back of a couch with LEDs so it okay. shines up on the wall and yeah. stuff like that. I love doing stuff like that. Color. Color is important. Uh, favorite color. Fuck pink, hot pink, mm. hot pink. But orange and hot pink are like my two favorite like combinations right now. If you could be anything outside of music, what would you be? Um, that's a good question. I want to answer it honestly. Nice, nice. I don't. Like I answers. don't even know. I don't even really. I don't even really know. This is all I want to do. Mm. This is all I care about. Yeah. When you were a kid, this was like I want to be a musician. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, what's the best thing that happened in that that year since um since the years has passed? Uh, as far as music. Uh, as far as life. Just as far as life. I guess we can do life and music. Do life and music. Moving into my place. Moving into my pad. Securing, like, the bag, pretty much. Yeah. And just, like, getting on board with, you know, uh, my music. And, and there was a time where I was really stationary and wasn't doing shit. And now I'm, you know, moving. And it's, it's great. I just, I'm really happy about that, too. Um, and then you going on tour, headlining the tour. I think that was a really, really cool moment. I would say this is something... I guess I put a precursor since I'm a guy. Um, and also, please tell me to shut the fuck up also mm-hmm. if I'm wrong. But I definitely saw, and I'm just curious to get your thoughts on this, because I, I think when you were touring, 
I felt like every stop, someone be like, damn, Doja, do you get, do you, f I guess what I'm trying to say. Spit it out. I know, I'm trying to be so PC. Um, do you feel extra pressure physically to look a certain way as an artist? Because I felt like, I don't know, it was everywhere. Oh, you the thick comments, the yeah. thicky, thick comments. Yeah, I'm always going to be thick, like. My butt's real. Like, I didn't, like, go out of my way to make my butt look a certain way. Those comments are annoying after a while. They are. Because it's like somebody walking up to you and, like, squeezing your ass and going, ooh, hey, sugar, like, damn, why, you, like, you look so thick, blah, 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 looking at your body when, like, there's more important shit to talk about and acknowledge. Sometimes it's fun. She bats my titties sometimes mm -hmm. when I don't expect it, and it's hilarious mm -hmm. and pokes my booty. But, like when a bunch of people are just like saying the same same thing it's like same shit over and over it does get irritating and it makes you not want to go on social media and i stop yeah i just stop going on on social media less than i used to what's one thing that you would like to change in the music industry from your point of view about the music industry about being a woman in the music industry I would love to see more women making beats and producing music for themselves they can do it for other people but i love i love to do what i do and i love making beats and seeing myself and and being you know because a lot of guys produce and and i like to like dress up in cute frilly stuff and be a girl but also produce i think it's fucking cool even though i'm kind of trash it's kind of cool and i just want to see more more people you know make more women make beats, like more girls. And it's not that hard, it looks intimidating. All the buttons and knobs and shit look intimidating, but it, once you like get into it, like you can just do the bare minimum and make some cool shit and then have somebody else like raise the, the energy of it, like some more talented people. That's what I do. I just like make my beats sort of, make like a guideline and I send it to somebody and they make it sound cooler. What is the one problem in the music industry for a woman right now in your, your opinion? One issue, like I said, pops in your head. Hmm. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of talented women who don't look a certain way and they don't get enough recognition because they don't look. You know what I mean? Like, there's really pretty good. Like, ev I don't get it how every female artist in the almost or everyone is, is so beautiful. Just so beautiful. And, and I mean, some of them are talented, decently talented, but there's people who like went to school for shit and like want to sing competitively and sing from their tummy and like know how to sing and like know how to do shit, but they don't get enough push or love. Yeah, I would say that. And we usually like to get like advice for like someone asks you, hey, what was the advice you would give for me to, I guess, to jumpstart my career or anything at all? What was your be your most important advice you give to a younger artist today? Just try to make yourself happy because that's all that that's all that matters is if you're happy when you're doing what you do. That's that's point point blank. Like that's it. If you're making shit you don't like, people will feel it. People will know that. You know what I mean? If you make something that you like, because I love Moo. I love Moo. And people felt that. And people can agree. And, and just like, yeah. I mean, that's... When I made Moo, I wasn't like stressing out like, what's my next fucking hit gonna be? Holy fuck. <laughs> Literally just made it because I was bored and I, was, I wanted to be happy and I was having fun. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.
That's today's episode of Mike Line, and thanks for tuning in. You can listen to more episodes of Mike Line and keep up with everything Hypebeast Radio at hypebeast.com slash radio. Subscribe to Mike Line on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Overcast, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts on. Feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at ECM underscore LP and follow Hypebeast Music for more original content and music news. Let us know who you like to have on the show, and thank you for listening to Mike Line.